This is CJ Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And I have a question for you. How do you define your actions, your endeavors? How about your self as a whole being? Do you wait to see what your friends think before deciding if something you've done is good or useful, like a play waiting on the critics' reviews to see if they'll be going on to Broadway? I think you do. At least someone. Or rather, I do. So I assume you do, too. We're both humans, after all, programmed anthropologically to care about what our tribe thinks of us and our actions for fear we could be ostracized, which, back in the day, often meant death. To see if that's true, just read The Scarlet Letter, a story of a woman in colonial America who becomes pregnant out of wedlock. Her tribe punishes this scandalous outrage by requiring her to wear a red or scarlet letter A for adulteress, pinned to her dress for the rest of her life. When my daughter learned of this tale, she wondered why Hester, instead of suffering the lifelong judgmental indignities of her neighbors, didn't just leave. Back in the day, if we did not have the acceptance and protection of our tribe or village, we might not survive. And that's why Hester chose to wear the scholar A on her clothing, enduring humiliating condemnation, instead of venturing off into the wilderness on her own with an infant hoping to somehow avoid natives enraged by the theft of their lands, highwaymen lying in wait like trapdoor spiders, or simple injury, illness, or starvation could easily befall her or her child should she venture too far from civilization. If Hester wished to live, it would be through the judgmental mercy of her community, who punished her with everything short of banishment. And so the A on Hester's breast stood for more than adulteress. It stood for acceptance of her situation, of her fate, and of the fact that without her community, however very awful they were, she and her child would likely die. Hester's choice, born of her survival instinct, is present in all of us. And so we humans are, to one extent or the other, subject to and affected by the opinions and judgments of others, programmed as we are to listen and integrate them so we don't, you know, immediately die. But, you know, unless we are contestants on some weird survivalist show on TV, we no longer have to tolerate much of this in the name of survival. We may have, in fact, evolved a bit beyond that hard scrabble behavior, becoming more compassionate people who firmly hold their own sovereignty, living by the mantra, what other people think of me is none of my business. This is something I try to live by myself. And let me tell you people, this is not an easy practice. But believing in and loving yourself is a worthy endeavor. It's the next level up, if you will, now that, for the most part, we need not endure ridiculous judgments just to stay alive. But, you know, we do anyway. If we know or even think that our friends, our parents, our colleagues, that perfect stranger we've never met and will never see again, doesn't like something about us or what we're doing, we're bothered by it. At least most of us are. I don't want to be seen as a fool, even though these days I can live without the help or approval of my tribe much more easily than in Hester's day, but I still want you to like me. Hell, I want you to think all sorts of good things about me, and catch myself worrying when I think you do not. Sometimes I wonder if we humans, and by that I mean me, care more about what others think of us than we actually care about those others themselves. I think we can let this survival instinct of ours go into some pretty dysfunctional places, places where we can be upset by a stranger's random comment, 
heaping upon ourselves condemnation and judgment quite disconnected from our survival, or even other people's opinions. Indeed, the saying that what others think of us is none of our business might perhaps be modified to be what we think of ourselves is none of our business, too. For Hester Prynne and Esoterica, this is C.J. Kinney. Thanks for listening.